With your Connection to Agriculture, I'm Joanna Guza. Sam Bibby is a crop and soils educator with UW Extension, and he shares some challenges that we might see with drone technology use in agriculture. One of them is going to be just calculating like the return on investment to for a drone on your farm. It's kind of one of those like, especially like a camera drone, you can do inspections with and stuff. It's one of those handy tools, like it's a time saver, but how many farmers really like pay themselves an hourly rate either? So <laughs> it's it's going to be hard to make like it cash flow really well, just like, you know, maybe a four-wheeler or something that doesn't necessarily make you money, but it saves you time. So if you can overcome that, that's a big one. I'd say like regulation is the other one. I'm, if you're using a drone for business, you're going to be required to have a part 107 license. It's like a 60 question exam. It's mostly, if you ask me, the questions are a little bit too tailored toward like, you know, airplane pilots and that sort of thing. So they're kind of tricky like that. You should definitely study for it, but it's not something super complicated either. Other than that, larger drones, like 55 pounds and above, they're going to be require further training and licensing. And then the other thing is like image processing. If you want to take pictures and analyze them, that can be expensive. Like we mentioned before, web ODMs and other that open source solution that sort of might help with that. But if it doesn't offer everything you want, then you might be paying a lot of money for something else. I'm glad you brought up some of the like requirements or that you need a license to be flying that and then even just the rules of when you are flying it up in the air. I've interviewed a, a company specifically that uh, has drones for um, agricultural use. And the one item that he brought up to me or two items is like the amount of weight that a drone can carry. And this is more, I guess, in line of the work that the drone is doing. It doesn't have the capacity to carry anything super heavy yet. And battery life was a big one. Have you had those challenges as well and speak to those? That's one of the biggest sort of roadblocks for the drones that we're using to spray and spread. They're, I mean, the batteries are super expensive. Um, you're getting flights of like 10 minutes in. You've got to recharge those batteries, get them back on the drone. If you want to, you know, keep flying continuously, you got to have a big stockpile of batteries to be charging constantly. I mean, you can have half as much money into batteries as you do into the drone by the time you're done with it. So it's pretty crazy. So do you think this would be more of an opportunity for applying cover crop seed versus that fungicide, insecticide, just because of the weight differences that those have? you're going to have quite a bit of weight up with like that cover crop seed as well you know pretty similar to what your weight's going to be when you're spraying is my guess so it's probably not going to be any more advantageous not to mention that yeah and will it cash flow or does it make financial sense to you know spread that cover crop seed you know with the soil health sort of perspective on things like sure maybe in like the really long term but does it work out in first year i don't know and that's your connection to agriculture i'm joanna guza